Hello, sexy nerds of the Nerd Imperium. Welcome to this week's episode of the Currently Nerdy Podcast. We are your inner conclave of nerdum. My name is Diz, and I'm your pop culture and sports nerd. I am Ali, your classic nerd. I almost like forgot to give you like your cue to say your thing. I just you figured you would know. forgot the baton pass. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, occasionally you do that in the ending of the episode where like you'll forget to like cue me up to say my stuff, but you know, so You're I just know when to, to do it. Yeah, so I'm used to it. So I'm just like, oh, I don't need to say his name. He, we, he roll, knows. we roll with the punches here at currently nerdy headquarters. Yeah, speaking HQ. of, speaking yeah. of rolling with the punches, um, so listeners, out there i don't know if you guys are know that if you guys know this about ali yet uh in the past like eight years that we've been doing this podcast eight or nine years that we've been almost fucking damn near decade <laughs> um but ali's an old fuddy-duddy that doesn't like technology okay yes we should say in spirit because physically i'm not that old no, no yeah, yeah. You're, i'm you're, literally you're, 15 years younger than what people generally guess yeah you're i mean you're 34 <laughs> you know th- sorry 35 now no i'm not nowhere near my 30s i am at 20 Eight. Okay, 28 yeah, sure. is the perfect age. I've yeah. actually thought about this. I thought like the perfect age is 28 or 29 because you're uh, still in your 20s, but you're close enough to your 30s to be treated like an adult. Yeah. Right? Like you're not a baby. Like a 21 year old is a baby to baby. me. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 100%. Right? Yeah. Whereas like 28 is perfect. So for now on, I'm 28. Yeah. yeah 28, 20, 29. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, be 29 20. for the next 30 years. Yeah. I mean, you've been 29 for the past six years and 28 for the past seven years, but it's okay. Um, so, so in spirit, he's a 78 year old man. All right. Yeah. That's um, true. Which is... And in, and in body, at least 80. <laughs> well, hairline decrepit. at least. So we're, we say I'm, I'm young at heart, old of soul, decrepit of body. Fair enough. That's um, how I describe myself. So I was very shocked because I got a Venmo from Ali today and <laughs> for as long as I've known you yeah when you've had to Venmo somebody it's always been hey Diz Venmo this person like 50 bucks and then I'll pay you when I see you yeah <laughs> like, I'll give you cash yeah, when I Diz see has you. been my tax accountant uh, <laughs> yeah, by which I mean he does my Venmo if he was actually in charge of my taxes I'd be in jail by now oh yeah you'd be in jail uh, but, for sure 100%, but yeah. yes he's been my my Venmo account I don't know how many times I've made you Venmo people but at least like 20 times at least get, yeah you've done I'll, you've done a lot of you and I'll you're always a, a prompt you're yeah, very I'll prompt get a, at it i'll get a message and it's like hey i'm in austin they just paid for dinner venmo them this much yeah, and i'll pay you yeah. back when i get back well because i don't come from that weird like you know like this is an american thing where you oh, go to dinner and then everybody venmos each other yeah right like somebody pays it's like i don't do that I either yeah. pay for dinner Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I want. I don't like this whole splitting. It's just weird to me. One, because I don't want to do math. I'm here to hang out. The yeah. last thing I want to do is pull out my cell phone and start to do math. I hate that shit. Yeah. Someone pulls out that stupid receipt and like, okay, well, yours is 20 and you're like, J- just fucking pay. Yeah, right? Just, yeah, yeah. Give me the thing I'll pay for. I love paying for people. It makes me happy to pay for people. It, it, as long as we are enjoying the conversation, we have good food. That's all that matters. Right? Money, yeah. money, money isn't real. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, hate, I've resisted Venmo for that particular reason because I didn't want to fall into that stupid culture of Venmoing each other everything. Someone talked about the other day. You see it on Twitter? Where mm-hmm. they went to coffee. A siblings went to coffee and then they Venmoed each other like five bucks for coffee. And that to me is just weird, like especially yeah. for our, our culture, right? We just yeah. don't understand. So, like, I would so never imagine my, Lemma Venmoing me. Yeah, my so my coworker brought this up yesterday, right? So my coworker is from Iran, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm at a I'm in a new location, and in a new position. So uh, I was there. Just got I, promoted. Yeah, just got promoted. So I was in a I'm in a new position or whatever, and I'm at the store and we're early, and I'm like, hey, um, I'm ordering like breakfast for myself, like. If I'm ordering breakfast for myself, I'm not going to not, like, the other two people that are in the store, right. I'm not going to not, like, ask them, like, hey, do you, do you guys want anything, you know? Yeah. So, uh, one person's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take, like, a breakfast sandwich or whatever. So, I order their breakfast sandwich. And the other person's like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, you have to have something. Like, if I'm ordering and it's me and him eating, then you need to eat, too. Like, it's just yeah. going to feel weird for me that you're going to be the only one. That and she's like, no, 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 I'm good. I promise I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Because you're not telling me what you want. You're going to get a fucking maple bar and an orange juice. <laughs> right? And my my other coworker is Iranian. And he's like, he's like, 
you can't say no to him. It's it's cultural. He's going to buy you something regardless. <laughs> like it's just what it is. Like if you don't want it, he's going to pick something. So just pick what you want and make it easier for you. <laughs> it's totally. It's entirely entirely cultural, right? It's just yeah. and you oh. and and look, you you compete over it. If you get at a particular certain age, you fight mm-hmm. over the check, right? It's like no, no, yeah. it's my turn. No, it's my... and if you if you've got a rhythm, then you're like, oh, I'm get it this time. You get it next time. Perfectly fine rhythm right there. Yeah, it's the weird check splitting. I can't wrap my head around it. Which, and then everybody's like, like, Venmoing each other like a dollar and like three dollars for fucking so, Starbucks. Like, okay, so here's the thing. All right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on on that. So like when I was when I was with my coworkers yesterday, right? Like, yeah. whatever. I got them the food. The girl still kept saying no. She went, so I ordered her fucking maple and orange juice. The guy who like ordered the breakfast sandwich, he kept trying to pay me. He's like, come on, Dizzy June, just tell me how much it is. Let me pay you. Or I'm just going to give you more money than I owe you. And I'm like, dude, just get, get it another time. The next time like we're here and we have to like be here early, right. you pay for pre- you pay for breakfast and just call it even. Like it is what it is. Like I'm not going to sit here and fucking like, oh, let me calculate. You owe me $12 and 50 cents. Like, dude, just fucking get me donuts next time and we're good. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like it's no big deal. Um, but when i'm at dinner in like a large group right like large group i mean like nine ten people right Right. like i went with my fiance and like her cousins and like a few of their friends we went out to brunch and like i said you know just there was like eight of us and it was a pretty big tab the tab was like 400 500 you know like Mm. we're getting food we're getting drinks like it's a lot of money so you don't want to split the tab like everyone give a card because no one has cash on them anymore these days. No so, one does, yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, who gets the most points on their credit card? Whoever gets the most points in their credit card, you put it on. Like if you can, if you have the limit for it, like pay for it on your credit card and then we'll Venmo you. Like let's, instead of everyone calculating how much they owe, like let's just split it evenly, make it like whatever. Like everyone got about the same amount of stuff. Like who cares if you're paying an extra five bucks or you're paying five bucks less than what you owe. Like it's not I would have deal. paid the entire thing. Yeah, don't I know. Even, don't even think about it twice. Yeah. But that's a good that's, brunch. That's, that's you. On. But but you know, like you have people all around the same age, all around the same like who making around the same money. We don't know when we're gonna do this again, you know? Mm. It's just like, okay, cool. Like one person pays for it and then the rest of the people just give them like like a Venmo and it, and that, that makes life easy. It makes life easy for the fucking waiter or waitress that's like serving you because they don't have to split the fucking card. Well, that's, like, the oh. po- that's the point of these apps is to make life easier. But though at the same time, these apps all now have access to every, like, I had to give it all sorts of information. Even your bank account info, it. bro. Like, whatever. Yeah, but or your who, who the card, fuck sorry. is Venmo to have my bank account? PayPal. You use PayPal. It's the same oh. people that own uh, Venmo's PayPal. Are they the same people? Is it Elon yeah. Musk? Yeah, PayPal. Well, no, Elon Musk sold PayPal, but uh, yeah. yeah, but he was the founder. He was the founder. He was one of the co-founders of PayPal. But yeah, they own Venmo. Was it him or was it Teal? It was him, right? It was Elon yeah, Musk. Yeah, it was him. Or he, he, I think he, I don't know if he founded it, but he uh, invested early. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, the only thing I'm enjoying from Venmo, I hate Venmo. I'm going to delete it in a week. I only del- I downloaded it because I had to send money. Like I had no choice. But now I'm going to delete it in about a week because I don't really use it. Um, but the only thing I've enjoyed is that you can add notes. That's been enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your fucking notes were, I hate you, hate the world. Was it? No. I hate the world. The world sucks. The world is burning. No, That's no. I said, the-, the world is dying. We're all dying. This app sucks. Yeah. Buy the uh-huh. iPad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my little. Yeah. I said the exact same thing. I, the only reason I downloaded it was to download it because I had to send money to my sister, yeah. and I wrote literally on there, "This app sucks. I'm deleting it soon." <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I've been like. All my notes are gonna say this. They're gonna ban me from Venmo before I get a chance to delete it later in the By week. The way, you know you can make it private, right? You can make what private? It's like your payment private, so people don't see what you paid. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean private? It is it is private, isn't it private? No, you, yours is public. You just paid me. It's public. You pay, publicly paid me. What does that mean? It means everyone knows that I paid you money? Yeah, my friends and your friends can see that you paid me. I don't have any friends on Venmo. Okay, so any of my friends can see that you paid me. And, and, they, they'll, see, and they see my note. They see your note, yeah. God damn so, it. So like when I pay... Why, does it, uh, why is it automatically public? Why isn't it automatically private? Why, why is it even designed to be public in the first place? I'm not sure. Like, if I was to give you a 
wire transfer from Chase or whatever or Bank of America or That's one that's one of the, the things about Venmo, right? It's a social app so you can see what people are paying for. So like I have all my stuff private for like my friends and stuff. Right or sorry. So like when I pay like my fiance for something, like yeah. if we're splitting a gift between the two of us, like I'll pay her privately so no one can see that I'm paying it. But like I gave um I gave our little cousin uh Dina money, right, for Eid as like a joke. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, You're E D, you should have asked for Doge like Iman, our other cousin, because my other cousin asked me for like five doge. So I was like, all right, whatever five doge is, you can cash it out at any time and I'll pay you whatever five doge is worth. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like she that you know it's just like kind of like a you can you could do it publicly or you could do it privately um but yeah like anytime like i pay ed to people i put it publicly um but like for other people i do it privately you know like for my fiance or if i'm paying money so we're or, gonna after this you're gonna have to show me how to turn this thing private oh yeah i didn't i, I didn't i was just sending i have only sent two payments so it's uh-huh. not like anyone knows why and it's not like i have anything to hide oh yeah you you paid your sister and you said stupid app I don't know how much you paid her, but I know you paid her and said stupid app. So you can actually see that I, I sent it to my sister. Jesus. I can Christ. see the note. I can't see how much you paid. This is stupid. This is like this idea. <laughs> this is, I'm telling you, this is why this app is a moronic app. Uh, <laughs> it just, I mean, look, the note, there's nothing, you know, bad in the note. I only wrote that it was a stupid app, which is yeah. true. But yeah. this is, proves my point, right? It's like, yeah. this stuff is so stupid. What's particularly worse about it is like, Oh, dude! Really? If, I, what? Were you if you, if if like if you wrote Palestinian children's aid or something, yeah, shit, I was just it was taking five that. days for your money to come to me. Yeah, I was just about to say is that one of the problems with PayPal, Venmo, all these different things is that they own that space to such a degree that they're willing to censor. Right? We talk yeah. about free speech. We talk about that, but the reality is that these corporations are far more likely to ban you for saying something like. Uh, you know, this is for Iranian ED, or this is yeah. for uh, Gaza or Palestine. They're far more likely to ban or suspend you for that than if you were to write MAGA or some stupid shit. Well, so here's the thing, right? It's um, these companies. So we'll bring up uh, Venmo, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, right? Uh, yeah. These kind of apps, right? These apps, when they first were created, were um, they were on a, they were they were working on a loss right yeah. venmo was losing money um Too bad it didn't uber collapse. uber was losing money Too lyft was losing collapse. money doordash was losing money Too right? bad that didn't collapse so the reason why they were losing money was because they were they were working at a loss and uh, like they were they were going up on a loss because they wanted you to get so invested in the company that you relied on them so much that when they did raise their prices and started making profits, there's nothing you could do about you it. could do about it, right? Yeah, well, because so, Lyft, Lyft, is, and Uber are notorious for this. Is that post pandemic, their rates have gone up dramatically. Yeah, what used to cost me like a fifteen dollar Lyft ride is not yeah. going to cost me like twenty five to thirty dollars, yeah. yep. right? Almost yep. it's doubled. doubled. It's almost doubled. Yeah, yeah, and it's because. You know, like, oh, well, we're charging more. There's less drivers. There's, you know, whatever, blah, blah, yep. blah, blah. There's, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like I, I going mean, into downtown is, for me used to be 15 bucks. And it's costing like, you 25, or 30 may, Or maybe like it was like 25 max. Now it's about 50 or 60. Oh, shit. Yours yeah, is even it's, more. It's dramatically increased. Yeah. Dramatically and, increased. And they can, so Venmo, when it originally started to do a transfer to like your bank or to like your card, it was right. free. Right, they didn't yeah. charge you anything. Now they take like one percent of whatever you're transferring, and ah. like they're you know they can. So do they that just now. made money off of me transferring. Yeah. So like if if I wait three to five days to get the money, then yeah. then I don't pay a fee. Right. It goes to my bank account. I don't pay a fee. But if, but if you I, automatically do if it, I want you take it instantly. A fee. Yeah, I take I pay one percent to to Venmo. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's an instant transaction fee. I'm deleting this thing in a week. Yeah, but it's 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 how these these apps and like these services work, right? Like they they do that, so they they're running at a loss for so long that you become used to like their services and you have to rely on their services. Like, you know, like before, DoorDash used to offer free delivery all the time. Yeah. Right? yeah. But now, like, 
you have to pay the delivery fee or you have to pay for dash pass and like right and they've certain. increased delivery fees on random days like certain like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. not enough oh, people so we've increased our delivery there's fee. a surcharge yeah. yeah and like yeah. the surcharge can be random like i remember once i was ordering doordash and like the delivery fee was like 20 bucks yeah i was so confused yeah because like, i pay for is, i pay for doordash that? pass and i was like what the fuck why is that like i ordered last time and it i don't like have doordash bucks. pass or uber pass or whatever it is oh you should pay for doordash pass since you're gonna pay any of that shit it's five bucks dude saves you money not worth it no oh, that, that well the amount of times i doordash and i feel like you use doordash just as much if not more than me it would actually save you money because like, i doordash about once a week Oh, I do it actually two to three times a week minimum. Oh no no no, once oh, a week okay. for me. Okay, so then yeah, I'm more yeah. than you, but it's still. Would I cook. I cook at home a lot. Uh, I don't cook at all. I'm a lazy. And I don't. And if I don't cook, I'm generally like snacking on stupid shit like yeah. apples and fruits and weird. Yeah, food. I don't know, man. I, don't. I just wander around eating berries and shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You're a fucking like caveman just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's just that's just the way it rolls, you know. Like, but it's, the, it's but just, that's the thing is like we've allowed this consolidated amount of power. This is the thing like that that's been alarming me and i've been you know ringing the alarm bells for ages especially i'm currently nerdy right is that this technology was fundamentally designed for not just convenience but liberation right that uh-huh. there was a there was an in component of independence built into it yeah. right if you don't have a car you can still get where you need to go because you've got uber yeah. If you want, like all the all the language of these apps has always been about independence and freedom. Even the way that they recruit, come and work for us. You can make your own schedule. Yeah, your own hours. Right. That's how always been built into it. What is Venmo? It's the same thing. Send money. You free yourself from what? From counting, from cash, from bank transfers, all that stuff. You free yourself. Mm-hmm. We'll make it easy. Mm-hmm. The whole point has always been freedom, freedom, freedom. Specifically, freedom to choose. The only problem is that we see more and more that these apps and these companies retain a shit ton of control over our lives and various industries, right? True. So we are seeing this consolidation. We've talked about it. You and I have talked about it without a doubt when it comes to streaming, right? The whole purpose of streaming was liberation from a handful of channels from cable, right? You were, when you were, when you had cable, you were kind of stuck watching whatever was there. That's yeah, it. you're paying like 50 bucks exactly. a month to do it. Or you go to a or, you know, movie rental store. It was what was there. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. You only had a few set of options. The whole point is like freedom to choose, freedom to choose. Now, all of our media is owned by like, what, five companies? Hulu, yeah. Amazon, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, HBO+. Plus. HBO Max, yeah. Max, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Five Peacock, companies yeah. kind of run, and, and then, yeah, yeah the, the Peacock, ugly Paramount. ugly stepsister, ugly step-cousin or whatever, Peacock, yeah. right? You have yeah. like five companies that run everything. Look yeah. at Rideshare. Look what they've done to taxis. Oh, dude, taxi drivers just are like... They fucking killed the taxi. Yeah, when was the last killed, time you seen a taxi driver? Killed public transport, right? Like Ameri- yeah. There's no conversation about public transport in America. At well, all. I mean, it depends on like what city you're in. Like New York, DC, those major cities still use public transport. Like it's not. The, that. Yeah, the metro exists, right? Amtrak yeah. exists on the East Coast, but it's not remotely, remotely com- comparable to what's going on with rideshare apps. No, it's not, not, at not all. remotely yeah. comparable to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's some cool stuff happening in New York where they're like owner, like uh, driver run apps are now coming out. That's really cool, where the drivers are actually co-opting or they co-own the actual app Uh, i like those ideas co-ops are things that i'm all about right i think that that's one approach until we can fully dismantle capitalism you can start to as opposed to like the independent contractor right i hate the independent contractor route co-op right let them own the company let them own the company that they're working for. That's fantastic. They should be getting that investment. That type of stuff is like a, um, it's not a solution, but it's a quick band-aid to address the, the yeah. gaping wound of capitalism. And this, the Venmo thing is the same thing, right? Like Venmo can now ban you if you say free Palestine. Yeah, it's true. Who allowed Venmo that ability? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now we get it. Like one of the arguments is these are corporations they have their own policies they're private they don't you know free speech doesn't quite apply to them no. right yeah. but on the other hand you're looking at them and if they can decide free palestine is a, a bannable offense how many people do they ban for the january 5th Ven- venmos Six. right yeah. insurgents what, what are these insurgents that were literally venmoing and buying tickets and what do they get banned from venmo no. Did they get no. banned from moving their money around? It's not a trigger no. word for them. Yeah. Right, but if you say free Palestine, then you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, 
Hey, let me ask you something. Is weed legal in Pennsylvania yet? I don't know. You know what the other thing about Pennsylvania that's really weird? I don't know if I've ever told you about this. Do you know who runs the alcohol in Pennsylvania? The state. The state, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like Virginia. I didn't know this. Virginia's yeah, like, like Virginia. that too, yeah. Yeah. So the state literally runs alcohol, alcohol shops, yeah. liquor you shops. Go, you have to go to a PABC store or whatever. To right. Get, like, Here it's wine and liquors or something, wine and yeah. spirits or some shit. Not that I go buy alcohol, right? But it's like, it was just one of those things that you kind of learn and go, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, I could, I could buy, I could go to 7-Eleven across the street and buy fucking Whereas in California, CVS. yeah. Well, yeah. The, the difference though, of course, is like, seven. we have, we have Wawa in comparison to 7-Eleven and that's like a whole nother level yeah but you guys don't sell booze at Wawa no Wawa doesn't Beer, have booze maybe. but Wawa is like everything else it's yeah like yeah it's like almost gas, like a mini grocery store it's, a, it's much more European in that regard you know yeah, like it's the a very Autobahn, mini grocery store yeah those little mini grocery stores that you sort of find as you're traveling down the tra- you know Germany or whatnot it's very much like that but I didn't know about this alcohol thing and that's fascinating that all of our so like they have some wine at grocery stores. They have beer and wine at grocery stores, not hard liquor. You but can't no buy liquor. liquor. Yeah, you and can't buy liquor. that's fascinating to me. Like, yeah. the state literally sells well, So, So the reason I asked if, like, they've uh, legalized... They but okay. they, they, it is a big push. Our lieutenant governor is really big about it. Uh, because in California, it's been, like, legal and re- for recreational use for a while. Yeah. Um, and for a few they, years now. Yeah. Well, they have apps that deliver wheat here, dude. Really? Yeah, you can get this thing called like a Kushagram or like Ease, Jesus and like they'll Christ. deliver wheat. Really, is an app for everything. Like, huh? Yeah, bro. Imagine like you think you could fucking imagine like fucking cocaine and like quaaludes and all that shit. Like imagine like some fucking somebody like ordering roofies on an app. But that, see, that's the thing too. Is like I get it. It's about convenience, right? Mm-hmm. This is what dating apps were all about. Convenience, right? Like if yeah. you go to if you're in a new place. It's not really easy to meet new people, but you can date no. digitally in that way. That's yeah. what people do download this shit from, right? Mm-hmm. But th- there's a couple things. One, everything gets commodified. Everything. Yeah. All of our habits are now commodifications. It's an app that you buy. That makes me slightly uncomfortable, right? Like I don't like I don't like going to restaurants and it being appified. You know what I mean by that? Like, you know, when Oh, like you don't like, like you don't you don't like that they have those digital menus now? I hate that stuff. I hate that uh, stuff. Well, they're someone to do that lost for a pandemic. No, uh, someone lost their job for that. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not. I'm not I a guess. people person, but I want to talk to a waiter. I want to talk to people. I want people. No, to... I'm not talking about like no waiter service. I'm talking about like a digital menu. Like they have a QR code instead of I don't like, like a paper I menu. I hate that stuff. Hate that stuff. Just give me a fucking menu. That stuff yeah. is, uh, drives me nuts. Or your app where you can rate your waiters. Oh, my God. I hate oh, that yeah, stuff. Fucking that, like, that's a human being. I can't do that. Yeah. Let me give them their tip. Let's move on. Yeah, that's right? their rating. I hate that shit. I hate that. I've never in my life rated anyone low. Even if I've had one, I had a Lyft driver the other day that I thought was going to kill me. <laughs> like genuinely, yeah. the driving was so bad that it was the first time that I was like, I like held up for dear life. It was like this, I, we are going to die. This woman did you, is going to kill. So did you rate her? I rated her five stars. Oh, I wouldn't have. I just wouldn't have not rated her. No, I never, never. I've these people are in the worst fucking jobs in the world, in my opinion, uh, having to deal with assholes all day, all day. So I never, I've never docked anyone's tip. I've never rated someone bad, no matter how upset I've gotten, no matter how pissed off I've been, no matter how f- bad they yeah. fucked up. Because in the grand scheme of things, that thing it. will pass. Yeah. But they're going to deal with that bad rating for ages, right? Because it uh-huh. screws up what they get. It gets, screws up, you know, which orders they get, how much money. So I won't. Yeah. But that drives me nuts that we've just simply accepted the fact that you can rate somebody on an app. Yeah. Some poor fucking person who's delivered your food or who's picked you up and driven your lazy ass somewhere now has to rely on you giving them five stars. I give five stars for computers. Yeah. I don't give five stars for human beings. What the fuck is wrong with our society that we've just accepted that as the norm? So that's my big worries. Like one, we've commodified everything. Right before long, you're going to be on Tinder and you're going to be able to five star your dates and shit. Right, like they're going to use some excuse of like, oh, this is going to make the app safer or some dumb shit. But before you realize it, you're going to be able to rate each other on Tinder or Grinder or Coffee Meets Bagel or or what was the other one that I, the people were talking Hinge. about? Bumble, Bumble, Bumble. I don't know what Hinge. Hinge is. What is Hinge? Hinge is the same. That's a dating oh, the same thing. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be rating people. That's horrible to me. So the commodification yeah. is one. 
like what the fuck but the second part of this is it's the consolidation like all the they know everything about us so like let's say you order uh some some ganja right Mm -hmm. your ganja habits are being recorded somewhere Mm. and used against you yeah we know you're gonna get doritos (laughs) advertisement all the time yeah so you know what i mean because i use a doordash app so much right i i get like special offers for certain types of food because like so i order a lot of mexican food so like the first things that pop up are like mexican foods and right. things like that like and i'll get like offers from like mexican well, all my ads are, are hair ads <laughs> right like here's the thing i don't talk about my hair yeah i don't post a lot of pictures of myself i don't right like look yeah. at my twitter it just it isn't i don't like it I'm not, i don't like giving that type of personal information but if you look at all my ads they're like worried about hair loss <laughs> Yeah, I get those like it apps, automatically but... assumes that I've got. Now, I happen to be one of those people who shaves their head. I don't really yeah. care, right? I love the way that I look. Uh-huh. But imagine what that does to a young person's psyche. Oh, dude, right? You know, you know what? So I get fifty percent of my ads are for this company called Evens, which is like some kind of like stomach relief app, and then the other oh, half geez. are like for for Hims or Keeps, those <laughs> going bald apps. So oh, I also, how, I also get a lot of manscaped does that ads. Make, does that make you slightly self-conscious? Uh, not really. I did fucking, I, because I got so many ads for Hims like yeah. a couple of years back, I actually signed up for it for a while. Yeah. I did like six months of like Hims where I was taking like that? Propecia and Minoxidil and stuff. Oh, it's a, uh, actual... It's the, the male pattern baldness one that you get a lot, right? That like, stuff isn't good for you, man. No, I know. That's why I only did like six. I did a six month thing, and I was like, did "Yeah, it even I make do a, did it even make a difference?" Uh, slightly. Like my hair f- was a little. Like I had people like say, "Like, oh, your hair looks like it's getting thicker," but like mm. I just stopped taking it. You know, I, yeah, I look is, the same. This yeah. is the type of stuff. Like that level of co- concentration is. Yeah, dude. That worries me. That well, they target me. you, man. Like they know yeah. what they're doing. Like these. I mean, it's. And here's the thing, right? So I work in in tech i would say right yeah. um i guess you could I say don't. <laughs> yeah so i guess you could say i work in tech and like i have people that like complain about like facial recognition like oh the government's gonna yeah, know what you look I like i hate facial recognition stuff yeah oh, that's okay. why i'm gonna wear my mask forever for you i get that like okay you don't like the idea of facial recognition where your camera's always on looking at you yeah i understand that i also have people who are like i don't want the government to know what i look like and I'm like, bitch, no, you got a fucking driver's means. license. Yeah, that, yeah, you got, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you have a driver's license and a passport. Like, they <laughs> yeah, know what the, the fuck you look like. The government already yeah. knows what you yeah. look like, dude. Or it's, it's like these anti-vaxxers. They're going to put a microchip in me and track me. I'm like, hey, you have a fucking yeah. cell phone in your pocket. But that, like, those are people that you. don't understand how things work. You know what yeah. I mean by that? Conspiracy theories are based entirely off of ignorance. You don't know how something works. So you assume it's a conspiracy, right? This is the facial. They don't understand how facial recognition works. They already know what you look like. The issue is... Can they surveil you? Yeah. Can they track you? These are the real that questions, That makes right? sense. Right? Like, that's when you be like, okay, let's start talking about this conversation, right? The fact that we found out that the NSA can turn, literally turn on the microphone on our cell phones. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We should talk about that. The idea that somehow, you know, you, the, you, the government doesn't know what you look like, that's just ridiculously dumb. Yeah, you're stupid. So, yeah, there are genuine conversations about how much technology is too much technology yeah you know what i mean mean? and i go i know i always sound like a luddite when i say this but i think the the thing that worries me is not that this technology is being developed it's great i love technological innovation right Mm -hmm. my problem is that we've accepted it without pushback yeah just accepted the norm like we've accepted the way venmo doordash uber all these places treat people. We've just accepted that as the norm. We've just uh-huh. accepted the norm that we're going to be raiding people. We've just accepted as the norm that these things will have access to the most intimate aspects of our lives, right? Like, yeah, who, who, it's none of your business to know what my sexual preferences are or what my, you know, dietary preferences are. It's none of your fucking business, right? None of that is your business. But we've accepted it, but they'll know all those details about, it. like, people joke about how, uh, they were on TikTok and TikTok will take them to gay TikTok before mm. they even realized that they themselves were gay. <laughs> this was the big thing over the pandemic is a lot of these Gen Z were like, I didn't even know I was gay until the pandemic. But TikTok knew months before I did because all it kept giving me were gay, gay TikTok. TikTok. 
right? Oh, so that's uh, that's so a may- problem. I don't maybe want I'm, an app. What was that? Maybe I'm Mexican. Because you get, you get, you're on Mexican TikTok a lot. I'm on Mexican TikTok all the time, bro. I get TikToks in Spanish, and I'm fucking confused. And it's like relatable Mexican like TikToks, and I'm like, oh, I well, like there this. Is some, there is some cultural overlap. The chanclas, right? The, yeah. the sandals is a very yeah. it's universal. Yeah, I get Indian, Pakistani, Arab, and Mexican TikTok. <laughs> all I'm saying is that the system is badly, badly broken, and we've accepted that it's badly, badly broken, yeah. while it's been made more convenient. Yeah. That's as long as it's convenient and we're comfortable, we're accepting the brokenness of the system. Well, yeah, and people like you are going to fight back, and then you have people like me who are just like, all right, whatever, fucking Google. It is overlords. what it is, and you'll just kind of accept it. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, if you're going to fucking charge me extra for my fucking lift, you know what? I'm fucking drunk. I need to fucking ride still need to get on the lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas I'm stubborn, <laughs> right? Like, I'll, I'll not, I'll, de- well, like, I'll delete this Venmo app by okay, the end of this week. But Gen- the like, diff- genuinely, yeah. delete it. But the difference between you and I is is you know how to rely on it without you know how to live your life without relying on those apps, right? I am the type of person that like Venmo, Lyft, DoorDash, Uber. You know uh, I don't have and, DoorDash on my phone, right? Yeah, you use it on you use the web app. Yeah. I actually I literally yeah. use the web app. Yeah. That old school. So like the I, only apps I have on here are, are Twitter, like, Instagram. Are Twitter, Instagram, uh Lyft. Mm-hmm. I have Lyft on here. Uh, Amazon? Nope, no Amazon. Venmo because I just downloaded it and a Signal. Oh, dude, I have way too many apps. What the fuck is Signal? Signal is a community. It's a text app that like journalists and shit use. Uh, yeah, it's no, like I, WhatsApp, but it's more secure uh, because WhatsApp have, isn't secure. Yeah, I have like a hundred million apps. It's, uh, that is not even. Oh, I also have Lyft on here. Did I mention Lyft? Yeah, you mentioned Lyft. Okay. Yeah, that's but it. like, but like for you, right? Like, if you go out, unless you're in a different city, right? Yeah. There's no need for you to really use a lift, right? Yeah. Like if you see that lift's gonna charge you eighty dollars to get where somewhere it was gonna take you twenty bucks to get to yeah. prior, yeah, whatever. You're gonna be like, fuck it, I'll drive. But for someone like me who's gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna get fucking plastered tonight, right? Like, I know it. I need it because let's like Yeah, but that's what they rely on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they rely yeah. on that necessity. They've created the necessity. Yeah. And I'm I'm not like affluent, but I still have enough money to where I can afford it. When I go out and I'm like drinking and I know I'm going to excessively drink, yeah. I, I, I fucking plan for how much I'm going to pay for booze. And then I plan for how much my Lyft or my Uber is going to cost me to get home. Mm. Right. Like I always take that in account before I go out. I'm like, okay, if I want to go out and spend $150 in alcohol tonight, and then I'm going to spend another $40 in a lift. I know, okay, I'm going to spend about $200 tonight. And I account for that. I account that that night out is going to cost me $200. And it's going to count. It's going to cost me because $40 in a lift. And then like $150, $160 on alcohol. Right. You know, like, or like when I go out to eat, like when, when I'm going to a restaurant, I account for tip with when, when I'm going out to eat. Like, okay, if I'm getting this, I'm going to tip this much too. You know, like I... I expect that as a part of it. So like they rely on people like me that are like, you know what? Yeah. No matter what, I need yeah. this fucking service. Yeah. They rely on two things. The first thing they rely on is that you need them. And the second that they rely on is apathy, right? That you don't want things to change. So California is a prime example of this. Mm-hmm. In California, they shot down legislation that would have forced them to accept that their workers were workers. And not independent contractors. Not independent contractors. Because independent contractors, you don't have to give health care to. You don't have to give overtime. You don't have to worry about things like benefits to, right? They shot that legislation down. How were they successful? Because people don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to change it. No, not just that. They also paid a shit ton of money in propaganda where they made made people feel like, so my father-in-law, he voted, a man who literally does like Lyft and Uber like to make extra money shot down and voted against him being an employee and stayed as a, as an independent contractor. Cause they told him if this gets passed, then you can only work these certain hours and you have to like, yeah, you can't well, choose the same thing in anymore. Amazon, right? The Amazon war warehouse and the unionizing. Yeah. Yeah. The unionizing failed. Now we should note that the teamsters have just voted that they're going to push for Amazon unionization. That's yeah. huge. That's a big step in labor because they're the largest pro-union organizing in the country, yeah. right? Yeah, going they against start the to, largest non-union yeah, company. If they start to push and pressure, they can bring some real firepower 
um, in that regard. So that fight is far from over. But why did the majority of people vote against it? Because of dishonest propaganda and whatnot. That is hegemony, though. Yeah. The power, this is a perfect example. Hegemony relies on all these different little facets. The first and foremost is to convince you that their way is best for you. Right? That Amazon, this decision for Amazon is good for the Amazon worker. This decision for Lyft is good for the Lyft driver. You don't want to lose those hours. It's in your benefit. That's hegemony, right? Mm -hmm. Is to convince you of the values of the elite. This is why um, workers are capitalists. You're not a capitalist, honey. No. You're a worker in an abusive relationship. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) That's what it is. That's how hegemony works. It convinces you that, oh, no, our values are your values. It's good for all of us. The second is that it relies on apathy. It's so big. It's so massive. The concept involves so much thinking. It involves so much effort. It involves so much fighting. You just think it's not worth it. Yeah, I'm the apathetic type. They rely on that. That's This is a hegemonic power is like, look, we can just wait it out. Yeah, they could. We can wait it out. Anytime there's any type of protest... We'll just wait it out. If you want to see the most perfect fucking example of how hegemony has worked just in the past year, go and look at what happened with the BLM protests last year. If that is not the most perfect example of the way hegemonic forces will co-opt and wait, just patiently wait. We were watching one of the most successful uprisings in American history. Mm Mm-hmm. That thing had the potential to overthrow that's our system. Genuinely yeah. bring real change last year as a systemic result of change. Yeah. real systemic change as a result of real frustration and outrage by ordinary people combined with the pandemic experience. People were on the streets, literal international movement. I don't risking know a, death. Risking death. I don't know a single major city in America that didn't have a massive uprising and a massive police response to it, right? Mm-hmm. But what the most successful uh, answer to that was not the police riot in in response, right? The violence that the state brought upon. It was the way that the state co-opted, the way that the police officers would kneel before the protest. We're with you. We stand with you. And then an hour later, beat those same protesters. Yeah. <laughs> For the photo op, they would kneel. We, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Two hours later, they're literally shooting rubber bullets at those people. The way in which the Democrats all kneeled, we stand in support, and then gave billions of dollars in police funding. That's yeah. hegemony, the ability to co-opt, the ability to adapt. The way in which it just goes, we're going to wait it out. You will get tired, but the system never gets tired. We will wait it out. And it does. I mean, look at the, how successful it was. Just they waited a couple months. And it was the, the conversation died out. It died yeah, out, right? This is how hegemonic powers work. I mean, this brings us to, to what happened just today. Bill Cosby being released, right? Yeah. We talk about the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement is also, like Black Lives Matter, one of these moments in which there was a real push for systemic change. And Bill Cosby, like uh, what's his fucking face, um, Harvey Weinstein, yep. were the two only two real public accountability figures, right? Like the two figures that faced any real form of accountability. Maybe you could say Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is back on the comedy circuit, and Bill Cosby has just been released. And it, here's the thing, right? Bill Cosby being released, I've been seeing, uh, like, Felicia Rashad tweeted, she de- I just went on her Twitter right now, she deleted it, but uh, <laughs> they, she had tweeted, like, uh, they finally corrected a giant, like, injustice, mis- yeah. injustice right? Yeah. And then she tweeted some shit about, like, oh, uh, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wishes for hearing, for healing, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, she tweeted that shit and, and got backlash from it. And it's because there was... So I had a friend from high school, it's like, post on Facebook yesterday, too. He's like, hey, so what do you guys feel about Bill Cosby now? And I corrected him on there. I'm like, hey, you're saying this based on the implication that Bill Cosby was innocent. Him being released from jail yeah. is not... On a an, technicality. Yeah, the issue it's is not an absence of guilt. Yeah, Because what people don't realize is in 2005, 
Okay. 16 years ago, this was, uh, you know, like uh, almost 10 years prior to him getting sentenced and everything yeah. like happening, <clears throat> Bill Cosby admitted in a deposition yeah. that he used quaaludes yeah. to try and rape women. Yeah. Bill and, Cosby openly, and this is not a, his guilt is not in any way, shape, or form in doubt here. Not only was his deposition, but his own stand-up, he has openly admitted to it. He's not, he's talked about giving people the Spanish fly and the, giving women something in their drinks to make them, <laughs> like he's doing his little, yeah. right? That is, he's been talking about this for years, under oath, openly admitted to doing this. The issue was that he gave the admission, the DA at the time supposedly had an agreement with him that he would not pursue criminal charges. Yes. The agreement was not in writing. The new DA that did pursue it, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, fuck Pennsylvania. Uh, by the way, Montgomery County is very close to where I am at, by the way. Yeah, it's like, what, 20 minutes from where you're at? It's not even 20 minutes, to be honest with you. Technically, uh. I am in Montgomery County. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, uh. um. He, the, the Supreme Court found that the new DA was technically bound by the old DA's promise. Now, of course, the issue is, what was the promise? Where is the note? Where is the agreement? Yeah. There is no agreement. This is just a sort of yeah. verbal... The, prom- the, the, the promise was that that deposition wouldn't be used against them in court. Exactly. And it was. So this is, this is an example of a, just one of those, the Supreme Court just really kind of fucked up, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, their decision. This is not in any way, shape, or form exonerating of Bill no, Cosby, it, but it does speak to what I was talking about earlier. The power of the system to not change. There was a brief moment mm-hmm. where one individual, one individual was held accountable. Now, One very powerful individual, very too. Very powerful individual. Now, he was I understand, almost the head of NBC. Right, and I also understand people's frustration with why Bill Cosby is the focus of, this, of the Me Too movement. I get it. There mm-hmm. is a racial dynamic here. Right? Yeah, I understand that too. There's a totally legit racial dynamic. There's also a genuine mistrust that is that is reasonable mistrust, in my opinion. With white women and black yeah, men? Yeah, black men being accused by white women, black women, black men being accused of the trope of rape. Like, that is a common, goes yeah. all the way back. Emmett Till, right? Like, this yeah. is, well, it's there. there was, did you I, see there was like a TikTok trend where white women would cry on cue? Yeah, oh my God. It was one of the most insidious things I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And, and yeah, black men kept that. calling it out. Like, oh, I didn't uh, see the black men calling out, but I did yeah, see the trend. Someone out. put yeah. it all together. They put yeah. a compilation of all the women that would cry, and then it says stop, and then they would just stop. Yeah, yeah the white tears thing, genuine. Yeah. Like I, That was one of the most unnerving things. I've, it's sociopathic, Yeah. to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. I can't do that. I know it's acting, but that's a whole nother level of it makes you worried, right? So look, I get it. I get there's, there's genuine mistrust. There's genuine uh, manipulation that's happened in the past. There's genuine racialization of these kind of crimes. But all legit, I, I get it. I also I get the fact that the fixation on well, Harvey Weinstein and, and Bill Cosby, right? Harvey Weinstein fits the bill. Yeah, he looks He's like a mo- fucking the guy. mogul villain looking guy, right? Yeah. Why is he canceled by but Dave Franco is not or James Franco James is Franco. not? Yeah. Right? He just admitted James, to it too. Yeah, he James got, Franco has admitted to under, sending nudes to underage girls. Well, he's facing time, I think, no? Maybe, I don't think so. But no real cancellation has happened, right? Like there is a there's a real conversation to be had about that. I totally totally get it, right? But here's an example of a person who faced some form of accountability for a few years, and then the state said, oops, just kidding. That's what I'm talking about. The state's ability to wait out any form of systemic change. For the first time, Me Too threatened the system, Mm -hmm. right? From Hollywood to laws, like Oh my God! If you go into New York, you're going to see all sorts of lawyers now advertising for uh, handling sexual harassment cases. Yeah, the, the Redskins just got fined. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the Washington Football Team just got fined ten million dollars for their culture, which was a lot of uh, homophobia and right, like, like right. a lot of stuff going on with like the cheerleaders and like sexual assault. Yeah, and, like, totally. We, so yeah. like you could see yeah. that the Me Too had a real like Black Lives Matter has an opportunity had an opportunity to make real systemic change. Mm-hmm. But the system can wait it out. The system can go, we'll make some superficial changes, just enough to make it seem yeah. like we've done something about it. Yeah. Without actually doing people forget, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer was a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah. These things. This is this is what it does. It goes, oh, we're going to put up powerful women. Oh, we're going to put in black women, black men in charge. We're going to do all these things to address Black Lives Matter, to address Me Too, while systemically actually making no real change. No, not right? at all. That's the power of the system. Is to wait. Is yeah. to wait. Wait. It has got time on its side. Sooner or later, you'll get bored. Sooner or later, you will stop paying attention. Okay, you're angry about the Bill Cosby thing. What are you going to be talking about tomorrow? Britney Spears. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, yeah. An, that's an example of the system. Like, like yeah. oh my God, is the yeah. system broken in that instance, right? Yeah. woman has been under, uh, what is it, 13 years now? Yeah, conservatorship. 13 years? Since 2007. You know, for a oh, country that years. talks about it being the freest, most liberated country um, in the world, this so shit is pure medieval. I... Uh... Yes, and let me explain in very. Uh, I'm going to explain it shortly, and if someone else like listening to the podcast uh, can rebut it or refute what I'm saying, right. by all means do so. Um, I'm hearing so one of my friends is a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. He's a so he signs off on conservative conservative ships. Is that what they're called? Conservative ships. Yeah. yeah. So he signs off on those because you know he he's a psychiatrist. Yeah. Now in when there is a conservative ship that's put in place, he said that it's very, very hard to overturn it, right? Yeah. You need like multiple doctors and multiple people to sign off on it because if something happens, so in the case of Britney Spears, right? Britney Spears, I guess, like for lack of a better term, and I, I don't like using this word, but like she had a quote unquote mental breakdown. Right? She did have a mental breakdown. It was yeah. a very public mental breakdown. Okay. I, I know. No one's I just, denying. I, yeah. I just don't like using that word because no like, one's denying it's, it's that like at all. Ableist. But okay. But so she had a quote unquote mental breakdown, right? In like 2007, like she, like everyone saw it. She buzzed her head. She was like breaking windows with umbrellas. She was doing a lot of drugs. She was just going through a really tough time, right? Yeah. At that time, her dad put her on a conservative ship. Uh, and, and it's hard for her to get off of it now because let's say that a judge and some doctors sign off and say that, oh, she no longer needs to be on this. Mm -hmm. If something happens to Britney Spears with like her career or anything like that, or like she ends up like hurting herself or something like that, then that judge and the doctors are then liable for whatever happens. But do you so understand a, like how how fucked up a system is? Yeah, I, and this I, I is totally pure, agree with you. Now, first of all, your friend is a psychiatrist by very nature is embedded into a medieval institution. Psychiatry, in my humble opinion, as a person who was at one point genuinely considering becoming a psychiatrist, you can attest to this, loved, you know, very interested in it, but there's no doubt that psychiatry is like literally an extension of the prison system. It emerges. I mean, if you look at the history of psychiatry, it's one of the most fucked up histories. The history of mental health and psychiatry in the modern world is intimately tied to the prison system. And this is a perfect example of how that relationship has still endured. I get the idea that you need to intervene and help people who are going through a mentally difficult time. She could have been checked into a hospital. There's a variety of different interventions that could be done. The fact that this woman has to have her life under someone else's custodianship for 13 years. Yeah. Diz, think of how old you were when you were 13. I mean, think about it. 13 years ago, how old were you? Uh, look what you've gone 19. through, Diz. Yeah. No, look, what you've, look what you've gone through in those 13 years. Imagine if it, that entire time, from the time you were 13 years ago until now, under someone else's jurisdiction, you didn't even have access, you didn't even have rights over your body. Do you know that they've put a contraceptive in her? She has no control over her own reproductive rights. Okay. She has no control. They put an IUD on her. Yeah. She has no control over it. She has no yeah. rights about whether she'll have children or not. No, I, and look, someone else is making that decision. I agree that with you. That is, by my very definition, an endurance of that medieval institution. Yeah, no, I. And I say this, I say this jokingly because, in actuality, it's not medieval at all. It's very modern. Only yeah. the modern nation state can imagine itself as so all powerful that it can determine the reproductive well, rights of a woman. Okay, well, it's you know why though, right? And 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 I'm gonna take a page from your book and go marxist on you it's because of the capitalistic society that we live in where she is placed in that conservative ship because 
they control her career and how exactly. much money she makes. Exactly. She's and a money-making machine Exactly. That. That's all it yeah. is. Capitalism, She's my friend. She's literally reduced to her ability to produce wealth. Down with the bourgeoisie. It's one of the most horrible... I mean, Brit- I'm not a big Britney Spears fan. Free Britney, like, my yeah, we were, I mean, we were kids. We listened to her. I'm like, I'm not... Partic-. But it's one of the most horrific miscarriages of justice, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, and the fact that we have these institutions... And no offense to your friend again, but this the way psychiatry, medicine... Fuck doctors, too. Uh, lawyers, the law, the state is all interwoven in yeah, this dude, you're way. Just, you're just attacking all of our friends. Right? <laughs> all of <laughs> lawyer fuck friends, all of you, Fuck all of you doctors. besides professors. <laughs> We're the only true. No, professors. Hope. Professors are also fucked up, right? Our, the education oh, system is only very fucked up in this. Holy, holy fucked up is the uh, American education system. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; it's not as bad as psychiatry. It's still fucked up, though. But mm. the way that these things are all interwoven to one another is a, really a prime example of the way in which hegemonic forces work, and really an example of just how fucked up the modern nation-state can be. I'm not saying we need to return to the times of the empire, but good God. I mean, think about it. The state is literally determining whether this woman can have babies or not. Oh, I thought you were asking for Sith control again when you wanted to go back to not, the empire. Not that type of empire. <laughs> <laughs> not the Sith empire. <laughs> I'd be a man. Jedi, not a Sith. Anyways. But come on, man. This stuff is like twisted to me. Like I, yeah, no, I, I, like, like I I said, I agree I just with you 100%. Sit there and go, yeah. Are we, man, is what's, this real life? Yeah. What's going on with her is a complete miscarriage, miscarriage yeah. of justice. And it's you got disgusting. Bill Cosby freed and Britney Spears can't even control her own body. Yeah. I was, uh, uh, we'll, we'll end it with this. I was, I was on Twitter yesterday and Twitter, like for all its faults, there's some good stuff that comes out yeah. of it. There was a, uh, this like reality TV star that I follow and yeah. she tweeted, we said free Britney, not Cosby. God damn it! <laughs> someone, someone actually posted a meme of the uh, 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 Pawn Stars. You know uh-huh. how the Pawn Stars yeah, shop? Yeah. The best I can do is blank. Yeah. <laughs> so it says free Britney, and then it says the best I can do is free Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Pawn Stars guys. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Sometimes all you can do is laugh, but man, do we live in a fucked a up, fucked up, up society. system? Yeah, yeah. All right, Diz. This was a. This was a. Negative, very, very pessimistic yeah. episode. Fuck the world, but, man. But I think we, we got to some. Re- let me get it. You got to speak truth, right? Yeah. You got to be able yeah. to speak truth the, to this the, power. Gonna, so why don't you take us out as we're, we ourselves are also on an app? How they can get a hold of us? Yes, you, you, we're gonna we're gonna title this episode FTW. By the way, yeah, FTW. <laughs> hands down. Um, yeah. So um, you can catch us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Currently Nerdy. We're on Twitter at Currently Nerdy, Instagram at Currently Nerdy. Uh, Tumblr, currentlynerdy.tumblr.com. You could uh, catch us on all of the podcast apps that you listen to, uh, mainly on the iTunes podcast app. Make sure you give us a five-star rating and review. Um, and make sure your friends are listening to us, so share the gospel of Currently Nerdy, because you're not a true friend unless you've shared the gospel of Currently Nerdy. Be like a born-again Christian and make everyone <laughs> listen to fucking Currently Nerdy. Like, just force it upon them. Um, if you want to catch, get a hold of us individually, you can. Ali, how can I get a hold of you? You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at A-A-O-L-O-M-I, where I do regular weekly threads, as well as on Instagram. I share some of those threads on there as well. Or you can find us on our sister podcast, head on history diz yes you can find me everywhere at disbola d-i-z-b-u-l-l-a-h for everyone here at currently nerdy thank you for tuning in and remember stay smart sexy nerds all hail the currently nerdy empire free britney